0: Hi everyone, Darling Kirsten Jr. from Darn IT Podcast, episode 12. Thanks so much for listening to this next podcast of Darn IT Podcast. So today, I'm going to talk about... Windows Seven end of life. I know, I know. Some of you are probably crying or disappointed or just downright sad when it comes to the end of a pretty good operating system. I, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen Windows Seven come in into fruition. Um, personally, used it through my career. Um, it was just the best operating system of its time. Clearly, Windows has moved over to uh, a different type of operating system, uh, which you may or may not agree with me is is probably the better one, to be honest. Um, essentially, they were moving from the Windows 7 to a better architecture, which I think in Windows 10 is great. Um, obviously has its flaws, but nonetheless so Windows 7 and a life has been announced for January 14th 2020 and um, really Microsoft will no longer update or support the operating system after that date passes and we're already almost the end of November right now when this podcast is created and pretty much the um, it's coming close in terms of the support. And to be honest, I still personally see a lot of clients and prospects alike who are still using the operating system. Now I'm not even going to mention of some of the, you know, more of the the infrastructure-based businesses or medical businesses who are still using Windows 7, which I project will continue to use Windows 7 past the support date. And this is where things get a little scary. Um, because even today in 2019 I still do come across Windows XP users either in a financial medical or governmental body and it just really scares the hell to me because even though Windows 7's end of life is January 14th 2020 there is still not a really much of a big push from organizations alike to upgrade to Windows 10 now Typically speaking, they have their reasons. Don't get me wrong, because Windows 10 sometimes has compatibility issues, uh, has um, programming issues with particular software, or there may be ancient uh, architecture that's causing the slowdown of these upgrades. But really, from an operating system that was launched in July 22, 2019 it's time for it to go um the operating system is almost or is over 10 years old now and microsoft is really making that push to to change the operating system and this is the time where you need to start thinking about uh, moving over and putting in the last nail in the coffin as you will for windows 7. so uh how do you go about moving to windows 10 from windows 7 to windows 10 you ask well, with the end of life date rapidly approaching, really Microsoft is still there to kind of help you out in terms of of doing the up the upgrade. Um, there is some updates right now that are out. I believe it's KB four four nine three one three two, which will be released, I believe now or will be very soon, which will remind users to upgrade to the latest operating system, um, and really they're they're really pushing for that change in changing the guard as you will. And really, um, if you think about it, it's, it's something that you'd have to seriously consider when you're trying to work on the internet. Now on a cybersecurity side of things, obviously not having something that's supported that has the latest security updates. It's a big, huge no, no, because what you're doing is you're running your machine on the internet that doesn't have the latest and greatest. You know, the same thing can be applied for any um, OS X on the uh, Apple side of things. Um, Not updating the latest version is also causing some sort of um, issue in terms of your security posture. And businesses need to understand that because of the resilience to upgrade even today to Windows 10, it's really causing that that issue um, or will cause an issue after after the January 14th date passes and that's kind of where you will start seeing some cyber criminal or organizations looking at exploiting these vulnerabilities for any type of business and really there is a few ways of upgrading to Windows 10. Um, There is one way that I won't mentioned in full detail in this podcast that can upgrade your operating system from Windows 7 to Windows 10 if you have a legal license. Um, but the next step would be just to buy a copy and install it on your computer. For once, you want to do it the right way. Um, not to say the the um, first method I mentioned is illegal by any means. It's fairly legal um, because it is on uh, the Microsoft's website. But sometimes it is a good idea to install a fresh version because I've seen um, some of these upgrades from Windows 7 and Windows 10. There's some uh, phantom issues that I call it that create some sort of issues in terms of running. You may not notice this issue immediately, but down the road, I have seen some of these phantom issues come up that really is not explained. And typically, by installing a fresh version of Windows 10, eliminates those issues altogether. And I, and I have numerous amount of examples from our business here that I've seen that come in play. So um, I understand though that the licenses may be quite expensive. And if you have uh, multitude machines, that may be an extra cost. You really are not looking at uh, affording at this point in time. So, um, But generally speaking, if you have an older machine that's over four years old i would highly suggest that you would upgrade it anyways because you don't want to slap on a latest version of operating system on a antiquated piece of hardware it just won't work and sometimes if it's a windows 7 machine the architecture of that old machine may not even work for a latest computer or the latest version of windows 10. so just keep that in mind when you're thinking about upgrading just the operating system alone or maybe consider investing in upgrading Your hardware altogether, which has a pre-installed version of Windows 10. Um, Another option is uh, just move to Linux altogether. Um, I I really don't like to say that because sometimes saying that may offend people in terms of, oh, um, you know, you're a Linux guy. You know, full full disclosure here: I'm not a Linux guy. I'm a, a Mac guy. I'm a PC guy, and I'm a Linux guy. I use all three operating systems because they all work in my opinion, the same way, there's some advantages and disadvantages to each and every one of them. But being in the cyber world, it's good to understand different languages, um, so to speak. And I think understanding all the operating systems that, that are available is a no brainer, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> there's some distributions of Linux, which I think, um, you know, one of them is um, the most popular one is Ubuntu, um, or or Mint, are basically similar GUI. So graphical user interfaces, which businesses can use. And the benefit of this is it's completely free. So finding out an organization that will know how to install these applications or find a consultant that would be able to uh, identify some of the applications you're using that could essentially work for a Linux distribution, but aren't exactly, uh, you may not exactly understand all of the the issues before switching over to a Linux based um, environment. Um, but again, that's something to consult with a Linux expert, um, which would be able to give you more information in terms of that. But typically speaking, there are some Windows applications that are now working for Linux based operating systems. But t- typically speaking, um, there is a Linux application called Wine. W I N E, like the alcoholic drink wine, which you can basically run PC-based or Windows-based programs on a Linux operating system. Um, but you know, before we get into that, you know, I can even say, you know, switch to Mac as well, switch to switch to the Mac operating system as well. as another joke. Um, if you're just sick of Windows, because you know, it, we we hear it all the time, you know, people always ask me, you know, is Is Mac better? Is PC better? Is Linux better? They're not all better. There's just whatever you prefer. Um, They all have their advantages and disadvantages. Just because Microsoft is one of the most commonly used operating systems out there in the market, uh, people arbitrarily assume it's the best. It's convenient. It does a job and it's the standard. But at the end of the day, uh, if your organization is looking at upgrading uh, computers anyways, if you're a particular shop, that could use Mac operating systems or could use a Linux-based operating system and have the lower um, overhead cost. then, you know, Bob's your uncle, by all means. But understanding that after January 14th, 2020, uh, Windows 7 will no longer be, be supported. So on a cybersecurity standpoint, I would highly suggest that you upgrade your operating system. And this is the reason why I'm making this podcast, because... I cannot ring this bell loud enough. People in our industry cannot ring this bell loud enough because we understand that a lot of businesses um, will not upgrade because they don't want to or they think it's a, think it's an expensive endeavor. But the reason why we're, we're ringing these alarm bells is because we know that there are going to be cyber criminals out there that will exploit or will look at taking advantage of people still running this operating system out there in the wild. And unfortunately, a lot of these users are people who run medical institutions, financial institutions, or any institution that has um, identifiable information on there that could essentially be breached and released back on the dark web. And this perpetual cycle of breaches will continue. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast of Darn IT Podcast. I'm your host, Darnley Gresson Jr., founder and owner of Darn IT Group. Uh, Thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, Look forward to seeing you next time.